this thing is a great gift day, um, a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. An Uber ride gets really, really out of hand. And also, what are words that we're removing now from our beauty products and don't like your body? Just remove it and get a new one. And what is returning to Taco Bell after years and years and years of not being on the menu? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? You doing okay? Hey, are you enjoying the weather? How about that? You know, everyone says, how's the weather out there? Great. It's fabulous. Hold on. I'm going to write something down here before I forget. Put that there, and we're good to go. All right. Weather's awesome out there. Everything's looking good. My grass is looking good. The lawn's looking good. I'm getting happy. I'm not walking around in mush anymore on the property. And I just like to say, welcome. Welcome to spring. They said, what are the six more weeks of winter? I'm hoping I'm not seeing it. I'm hoping that we're going to sneak by and Punxsutawney Phil is wrong. And we're going to sneak by and maybe a couple states will get some winter and stuff. And I know some guy was out there ice skating and uh, he had a bad accident. And we'll get into that story here in a little bit as well. So, um, this past week we had International Women's Day. Now, hold on. Before before I continue, I just like to to go on record saying, you know, big a big applause for International Women's Day. But on the other hand, I'm ha- I'm torn. I'm confused as far as the way society and everything is is approaching this or lack thereof approaching this. When we've been so bombarded with a whole bunch of other stuff, with gender neutral this and, and Mr. Potato Head this and, and Mrs. Potato Head this and all that stuff, I just don't understand. And uh, I, was, I was talking to uh, IT Dan. I was asking him, you know, about, you know, what is his opinion on this? And he, he said, we as men have screwed up so much stuff. <laughs> we have, for the most part. It's great that we honor these women that have been empowered, that have taken over and done great things in a, in a short length of time. If you, if you think about it, I mean, you know, in some people's lifetime, women weren't allowed to vote. Uh, you know, they're getting older in age, but I mean, it's like, you know, the last surviving World War II vet. There were some women that were out there or are still living that weren't around where women, when was women allowed to vote? vote. So 1920. So, eh, they might not be a hundred. Well, there's a couple hundred year old out there. But still, even 15 years ago, uh, there were still women that, that understood that women weren't allowed to vote until the 1920s. And so we celebrate International Women's Day, which is great. I, I applaud it. I do all that stuff. But I'm, that's that's with my right hand. I'm applauding with my right hand. But on the left hand, I've got a group of people that say we need to make all bathrooms gender neutral. Well, how can you do that and then turn around on the same sentence and say, Happy International Women's Day? And there's no uproar. There's no... Um, we need to stop that. We need to change the title of that. We need to remove that from our books. That's not, you know, who I am or what I am. It, it, it's, um, it's a confusing situation. And so I just threw it out there with everything, you know, male, female, all that stuff. I, I, it just really confused me because I didn't see a blip. I didn't hear we need to stop it. I didn't see a protest march. I didn't see any kind of CNN, you know, the, the talking heads beating on the desk saying, you know, we need to fix this and two plus two is four and that's racist. I didn't see those. I didn't see the 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 negative negative draw to International Women's Day, and I have nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. My my wife is a very very high up in what she does. She's a very very I don't want to say powerful woman. That's not a that's not a good word to use. But she is a very well respected person in her line of work, and I, I applaud any woman from from washing dishes to running a, a multi multi billion dollar corporation. I applaud you all. So that was it. I was just. Like International Women's Day, yay, Mister Potato Head, bad. You're you need no more Mister. I was just confused about the whole situation because it was in the same news cycle, and, and one either washed out the other or something. I don't know. Now, as you know, I I, I go to shop at Walmart. Speaking of toys, and uh, I go shopping at Walmart regularly, frequently, once a week, and uh, I like to walk around the aisles and 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 look at stuff and touch stuff. You know, stuff that I haven't. You know, I walk down certain aisles. I'm like, you know, I haven't gone down this aisle in a while. Maybe they got something new down this aisle, and I'll walk down there and see if there's something. You know, of course, what the quote unquote word is, you can't live without. So I walk down the one aisle, and I come across this uh, this little. Well, all right, I walk. I'm in the toy aisle. And I'm looking at Legos. I like the Legos. I like to see what's going on with them and stuff. And then to get to the Lego aisle, I had to cut through the, the doll section. I didn't think anything of it. I just said, oh, here's the doll section. I kind of walked through and 
you know, they're always rotating stuff on the shelf. And uh, I came across this picture here. Now, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video so you can see it in real time of, of what we're doing here in the studio. We have multiple cameras around here. So, and you can see my computer monitor at the same time on your screen. Uh, I had some people saying, Oh, I look really good in, in 10, 1080 DP. I, I hope that was a compliment on their uh, smart TV. So yeah, you can watch all these on, on your smart TV. So here I am. I'm walking down the aisle. And you know what a doll looks like and, and the box that a doll comes in. It's usually the same width and same height as the doll and it's open in the front. Maybe some plastic on the front so the little kids can't stick their fingers in there and you know take any kind of uh, like bracelets or something off the doll if the doll's got that on it. But these dolls right here are called My Life As. My Life As Dolls. And I looked at them. I said, wow, this is really, really a step in a good direction. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like going, why have I not heard about these or have they not made the news feed? And if you're not familiar with what they are, I'm going to let this young lady right here, her YouTube channel talks all about them. So here she goes right now. And then there's a whole bunch of My Life As Dolls in Walmart stores and also on Walmart.com. And there's one My Life As Doll that, well, there's there's a couple. I showed you the Survivor Doll, the Cancer Survivor Doll. Um, that I think it's really cool that you can get her in stores because normally you have to order those you know, online. So I think it's really cool that... A child that's going through chemotherapy can go to Walmart and, and, you know, actually pick out their own doll. Like, that was just special to me. There's another doll that they make that's really, really unique. Um, and she's a gymnast with a prosthetic leg. Because, you know, there are, um, there's a whole, you know, Paralympics uh, world out there. And there's a picture of people with the who leg. compete and do amazing things in the Olympics um, with prosthetics, with different, um, you know, disabilities and struggles. And, and I just think that is so cool. It's not just the doll with the prosthetic. She's a gymnast with a prosthetic leg. That is so, so, so awesome. So anyway, today I am going to show you a few, just a few. I've got one, two, three versions, so three three types of dolls, and then I've got them in, in two different versions. Okay, so, so this, is, this is this young lady's YouTube channel. It's called My World. I refuse to grow up. And I came across this, and she's explaining the My Doll. It, it's My Life, I'm sorry, My Life as Collection. You know, My Life as this or cancer patient or cancer survivor or missing a leg or whatever. So I'm walking down. I had no idea that these were out there. So I'm walking down the aisle, you know, getting over to the Legos, you know, my, my kind of stuff, all the space Legos. God, they're so expensive. And I come across this shelf that's got a whole bunch of my life, little doll wheelchairs and little doll that are all dressed up in different ways and stuff. And I kind of took a picture of it and I was like, going, wow, this is really interesting. This is a big, bold step is what I'm thinking, right? Post it on the Facebook feed. And I post it on the on the Instagram feed, and you guys can follow us as well. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio.com. Click on the social contact section, and you can see all the places that uh, we post all of our stuff, all the different links. I, I don't have time to sit there and give you all the names. Just click the, the icon that you want to follow us on and, and go from there. So I posted this on our Facebook page, and it's got you know a couple of wheelchairs. Very proud of these wheelchairs for dolls. They're 24, $24.88 for the freaking wheelchairs. They're, they're a little plastic, little, you know, a little alloyed or whatever. They're, they look pretty safe. They don't look like they have sharp edges or anything. And, uh, of course, here come the comments. I had 26 comments all in total about these these dolls. And someone, you know, a friend of mine goes, oh, big question is, what are you doing in that aisle? And I said, oh, you know, I'm doing this. And uh, a good friend of ours from New Orleans, uh, Michelle, she said, politically sensitive. Uh, I've seen these type of dolls along these lines before. And I said, well, wow. It just stopped me. And I, I replied to her, Michelle, it, I just saw them and stopped me in my tracks. I wanted to see them. She said, you know, I, I think they're trying to be cognizant of those with disabilities as well. And I said, I agree. You know, I, I agree with that. And uh, I said, I even went so far as to look to see if the dolls were missing like a leg or an arm, you know, prosthetic to see how far they were in the stores. You know, I'm sure you can get them online. And uh, Michelle replied, of course, you were very thorough with your investigation. And that was it. And then people, you know, oh my God, those are cool. 25 bucks. Wow, it's a lot of money. And then I had, you go down the, the thing here and this one young lady right here, I won't, I won't give her name. I don't want to embarrass her. And she goes, well, Deacon from the Deacon Live podcast and Profit Radio. She spelled profit wrong. She spelled it like money. It's not money. It's, it's profit. P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio. Uh, you're making fun of the fact that kids with disabilities deserve to have a, a doll that looks like them? Question mark. And I said, no, I never said, never made fun of it. Just pointing out that I didn't know what these were and that they were out there. She replies and saying, I think we have different opinions or definitions about making fun. And then she circles the part that I said about I looked to see if they were missing arms or legs. Well, no, 
no, no. I didn't make fun of that. So later on, I, fi- I finally got a hold of her. I, I don't know if I, if I shut her up or whatever. And I said, hold on, what did I say? So my answer to her about her saying that I was making fun of them missing an arm or leg, I said, well, what's wrong with that? I was looking for if they were missing an arm or leg. If they are handicapped, I was looking. No fun was being made. How you interpret what I wrote is based on how you read it. So in your mind, you say, oh, he's posting a picture of a, a, of a doll in a wheelchair. He must be making fun of him. Oh, you're looking for an, a missing arm or leg. He must be making fun of him. You know, it, this negative mentality that, hey, because you're pointing this out to, and bringing it to, to the show front or whatever of the world on the, on the social media uh, window, you're making fun of it. I'm like, what are you? These are the people out there that are yelling at get Mr. Potato Head off of being a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hold on. And then, of course, the fan base kicks in and kind of, I think, muffled her muffled her, her comment. And, and I think she went away. But I, I, I didn't do anything. I just said, hey, look, these are really, really cool. I think they're a great idea in a society where everyone wants to have something that looks like them or is, you know, represents them. I think uh, the handicapped dolls, and the, they're called, hold on, let me look at the name again. They are called My, My Life As dolls my life as you know as dolls you, there's a bunch you can order online so if you know someone that's going through you know a child or something that's going through something in the hospital medical procedure cancer anything like that they have dolls uh, based on that and walmart has picked up their collection and they've got a few small selections in the store uh, but they've got a lot of them online so i figured i'd just bring that to people's attention because you might not know that they're out there and they're underneath the the walmart flag i think target and all of them have it as well so check those out all right we come back we'll dive into the show and uh I'm 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 gonna say we're gonna get light and fluffy. I'm gonna try to get light and fluffy. I know I've been beating you up for the last couple of weeks, but that's just the way the news feed's going. But I'll, I'll I'll do the best I can, and we'll all remain friends at the end of this. So you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. I've been calling to see how you do. It's been hard cause I can't get through. I just wish you wanna hear me too. I've been trying, but I'm missing you. I've been calling to see how you do. It's been hard cause I can't get through I just wish you wanna hear me too It's been hard but I'm missing you And I'll do anything just to get you out of my head And I'll do anything just to look and see you right there Cause you've been on my mind for a minute You're listening to Marcellus Unknown with his latest song, Missing You. Find out more information at properradio.com. This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Ashley Marie, a new indie pop independent artist from Las Vegas, with her latest song, Unravel. back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social contacts and stuff, and the way you do that is go to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts and uh, you'll see all the little icons of Facebooks, the all the different podcasters, podcatchers that we have out there. Make sure you click on some of those uh, and, and send them to your friends. Like, share, comment, uh, all the stuff that links us to you and you to us as well. Now, we broadcast live from the Queen City studio, located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. Now, uh, on the same lines as far as gender neutralization, which I don't want to say that's a it's a bad word, but that's what everyone's calling it, so I'm going to stick with the moniker that they're, they're putting on it right now. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, public schools in North Carolina will switch from showing the legal name of students on most state records to the chosen name of the student. So remember we used to fill out like a, an application or something? 
something at a at school or filling out something, and it always had you know name, you know, date, and birth, and all that stuff. But one of the things that was on there was kind of weird that they had nickname. So you know, I put you know I'd put Deacon on there, and then nickname I'd always go. Well, some people just call me Deke, you know, and I just put you know D E A K or C or something like that, <laughs> and that was it. That was I thought that was my nickname. And but some people uh, would put you know my name's William, but I go by Billy or Billy Bob or something like that. So they put nickname on there. Well, right now they're removing the nickname part and putting in replace preferred name. North Carolina Department of Public Instructions told school districts on Friday that it is the student's information system will display a preferred name that will now be used on most records. LGBTQ groups pushed for the change. They said that using the legal name harmed transgendered children or students emotionally and put them at risk of being outed. This really protects the privacy of the transgendered students and respects their identity. It respects who they are rather than the misgendering or misidentifying them. Students' chosen name will be used on most records. This includes state reports, student report cards, and teachers' grade books. The only report that will display the child's legal name is the official state student transcripts. So, for example, the example I gave, you know, if, if it's Billy and he wants to be, or William, he wants to be Billy, then I guess Billy's his preferred name. But if it's, I'm sorry, William and wants to be called Anna, so now he's Anna. So he's Anna, you know, Smith at the end of the thing. And so that will go on all the transcripts. And that's what they're doing here in North Carolina. Good idea, bad idea. I, I'm not sure how that comes to be. I think a lot of kids are going to take advantage of that. Uh, whether they're, you know how kids are. <laughs> my name, my preferred name, my real name is Lester Monocle Haberdash. My preferred name is Poopy McPoopy Shitty Poopy Face. Junior. <laughs> they'll, they'll take advantage of that or, or make up some kind of name. Think of all the little punk ass kids that do that. You know what I'm talking about. You went to school with them. You know who they are. You probably have some in your, your workplace right now that would put some kind of preferred name on there that was stupid. No, you gotta call me by that. All right. Galactic Lord, Overlord of all creatures being. Can you give me that, uh, STP report? That's what they're doing in North Carolina. Uh, as of this Friday, this Friday coming up, because they're getting ready to open up the schools. They're ready to get everyone out there, have those kids running around. That we have nice, beautiful weather here in North Carolina. Went out mowing my lawn. It was nice. Got the mower out there, fired that thing up, drove it around. It was good. Had my headphones on, listening to my music, drinking a nice cold beer, and uh, sitting back and enjoying my my lawn. Another thing that's happening right now in the same motif as putting a preferred name on your school papers, Unilever is dropping some of the words from their product lines. Hold on, let me switch screens here. Is this the new normal? Unilever is stripping the word normal from its marketing language for its beauty and personal care products in a bid to make over the brand as more inclusive. The customer goods whose portfolio includes Dove, Axe, Tremesse, is it <laughs> Tresemme? That's it. And Vaseline announces on Tuesday unveiling plans for a new positive beauty vision for its brand advertising. Within a year, the word normal will be pulled from packaging for at least 200 products associated Press reports. Thank you, Associated Press. Good job. Marketing for hair and skin products is traditionally used language like for normal skin or for normal hair. But global study said that Unilever found that the term normal as a descriptor for face and hair and, and all that stuff, 60, I'm sorry, 56% of the people feel that it's a negative term. Gauging opinion, of course, they polled over 10,000 people in nine countries and learned that 70% believe the word normal on the product packages is negative and says that we do not all fit in one type package, one type mold. Other added words that they're going to be removed, other added words that they're going to be removed, I guess that's kind of weird to say, they will also remove the person's body shape, size, proportion, or skin color and feature more models from a diverse group who are underrepresented. Unfortunately, Normal has been used for such a long time in beauty and industry to create standards that only apply to a narrow group of people and describe products that don't address specific needs. In June, Unilever announced that they will also be pulling the term whitening, lightening, and fair from some of its marketing material as well. As a push, the company will rename Fair and Lovely product line sold in India to Glow and Lovely, following backlash that the brand was perpetrating a negative stereotype against darker skin tones. So there you go. I mean, I don't know. When I, when I pick something out, as far as like makeup or hair or something like that, when I look at normal, I, half the time I don't even read it, you know? 
You you just want, hey, I want my hair to look like this. And if the picture on the bottle looks like the hair that I want to have, I'm buying that product. You know, I don't want to look at normal. What is normal? What is normal to you? Normal to me might not be normal for you. So they're removing that word. I understand that. But, you know, if I've got dandruff, like the other day, my wife goes, Deacon, you've got, you've got some dandruff going. I go, yeah, I've been more, uh, working a, or using a knockoff shampoo. Well, you need to get back to the, the dandruff control. All right, so I'm going back to the dandruff control. What do I do? I walk in the store, dandruff control. Boom, that's what I want. If I want my hair silky and glowy, I buy the thing that says silky and glowy. If I want my hair to be bold and beautiful, <laughs> buy the thing that says bold and beautiful. The guy who uh, who invented uh, hair shampoo doubled his, his income by replacing or adding two words, rinse and repeat. It's a joke there. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're removing that from the products. Did you? Was it bothering you before? I can see if you're literally sitting there and reading the directions for normal skin and normal, if you want to be just like everyone else on the planet, and if you want to be just normal and accepted by everyone in the universe, you need to normally put this on your body normally every day for normally about four or five years, and then and when that doesn't happen, and you can, you can just blame yourself because you're not normal. End of story, right? I don't know. I don't know if a couple little words like that would, would bother me. Would bother me i think of the bottle right there on the front said no for normal hair you know that was the title i would have a problem with that but if it says if you want normal natural flowing hair because obviously you're not buying it because your hair is already a certain condition a certain state of disarray so i i, I don't know that that's where we're getting that's where we're being pushed at your hair products going away all the normal words well if you don't like your body at all <laughs> well yeah well and if you're just fed up with your body totally, stick around because this thing right here has the answer. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to David and Abali, all the way from Italy, with their latest song, Together. It was, it was everything I ever imagined. You know, it was even, it was even better. Let me out of here. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Why can't they throw us for our mind? Hey, it's Sadiqan. I want you to listen to my friend Ali Levine's new podcast called Everything. From Bravo reality star to Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, and influencer. This podcast contains a mix of literally everything. This week's show, she has Ashley Ray from the Mala Collective. Tune in as she shares her journey with her career in journalism, but changed her path and her life's work. Discover the art of malas and how it might help you with your daily struggles. That's Everything with Ali Levine. Find her on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I thought we could make it far, but I guess forever doesn't last. Deacon Live now presents you but Ashley Marie with her latest song, Forever Doesn't Last. Doesn't last. You talk to me, but you stare away. I feel like there's something you're not saying. Can you just Welcome back to Deacon Live. You can be part of the show at any time, any podcast that you hear now or past podcasts that we do. Uh, you can be part of the show. Uh, the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the little blue bar at the very bottom right-hand side of the page. It has a little microphone on it. Click on that. Opens up a microphone on your screen there. Don't worry, I'm not going to hack your stuff. I ain't got enough time to do all that stuff. You can speak right into your tablet, your smartphone, your devices, whatever you're listening to us at. Uh, and it comes right here to our inbox. And you can talk about past podcasts podcast if you have a question i'll answer it uh, and you can just say hey we love you we hate you or something neutral something gender neutral you could say to that uh, me as well and that's uh the be heard section just click on uh, profit radio go to be heard now for those of you living in i'm a florida boy born and raised born in orlando florida lived there all my life up until about eight years ago and now i'm living in um just outside of charlotte north carolina beautiful little town we like to call marshville that's where we broadcast from i think the town population is probably 2500 people uh it's a lot of chicken farmers out here we have 22 some odd acres uh we have horses we have 
cattle, we have chickens as well, and uh, we have livestock. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we do out here in North Carolina. But one thing I do miss living in Orlando is going to Halloween Horror Nights over at Universal Studios. Well, I have good news for those people that sometimes travel all over the United States to go to Orlando for this event. Universal Studios Orlando Halloween Horror Nights will return in 2021. And don't forget, if you bought your tickets in 2020 and it was canceled, all the 2020 tickets also will be honored. Universal Studios says Halloween Horror Night will be happening in 2021. Florida Parts made this announcement on its website. The annual Halloween event was canceled for the first time last year. The event this year will take place September 3rd all the way to October 31st. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can get down there and see it. Uh, One of the theme sets for this year is the 1988 movie Beetlejuice. So if you don't know what goes on down at Universal Studios, you have Universal Studios and you have Islands of Adventure. So Universal Studios, they completely, after 6 o'clock, they kick everyone out. Get out of here! And then they redo the whole click on the lights on the fog machines and everyone gets in character. And there are seven, usually seven to ten spooky houses they're all themed, and uh, it's a great time. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I think one of the first dates my wife and I went on was over at uh, Universal Studio. Actually, I take that back. It was the second date we ever went on. And we went on a first date, and then I didn't I didn't call her back. I didn't think she liked me, and vice versa. And she called me like three, four days later. She's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm actually getting ready to book my, my tickets for my annual uh, Universal Studios Halloween. She's like, oh, I've never been. Oh, you've never been to Halloween Horror Nights? No. Would you like to go? Yeah, this is our second date. I said, well, I'm just letting you know, I take a taxi out there, I get really, really hammered, I get really, really scared, and really, really stupid, and then I take a taxi home. I'd love to do that. All right. And then, fast forward, she's my wife now. So there you go. Keep up with me. You're you're pretty good. Now, with everything opening up, you know, sporting events are getting a little bit more active. Uh, we're not seeing, well, virtual reality, like the I think the NASCAR does virtual reality racing. Some of the stadiums are opening up. We just had the Super Bowl where I think they were at like 25% capacity. Well, soccer's no different. So now the people in the, the soccer, and over in Europe they call it the football, they're excited too because they've got games playing. Everyone can play now and get out there and run around and stuff, so everyone's excited. So on ESP, ESPN Radio, a soccer journalist was smashed by a falling wall on the set of a live TV show this past Tuesday. But somehow the guy miraculously escaped without injury. Now if you want to see what's going on here, you can go to Profit Radio, click on the Deacon Live section for every podcast we do. We have a matching video as well, and you can see this in real time. So here's the here's the video of the actual event. Now I, bear with me because it's all in Spanish, so all our people over and overseas that speak Spanish and stuff, and some of our people here in the United States uh, translate for our non-Spanish speaking people. So they're sitting there, and the guy, you know, it's the big horseshoe where they have all the, the commentators, you know, past, past experience people, kind of like the, the, the football, NFL football set up here in the United States. So they're all sitting around, and the guy on the far left hand side is kind of reading his notes. He's out of the conversation, he's not really talking or anything. The whole entire wall fell down, and you could see his neck get snapped back. Hold on, you ready? Ooh. Everyone's good. Tranquilo. We'll be right back. The thing came down, and it looked huge. It looks like it smashed him. Carlos Orduz... O-R-D-U-Z, the analyst, in just seconds it appears on the ESPN radio network, he was blindsided by a piece of set clearly had not been secured properly, fell right on him. And uh, you wonder what happened to him? Well, here he is. Carlos, in his native tongue, is going to tell you what happened. Bueno, buenas noches. Un saludo especial. Soy Carlos Orduz. Con respecto al incidente que sucedió esta noche al arranque de nuestro programa de ESPN Radio, quiero decirles que estoy bien. Ya me revisaron, no pasó absolutamente nada aparte del susto, mucha tranquilidad. Les agradezco la solidaridad a todos los mensajes y quiero decirles que mit, estoy bien. Muchas gracias a todos. Un saludo especial. So what he said was, <laughs> they, they've already checked me out. Absolutely nothing happened apart from the scare. He said, I must tell you that I'm fine. Uh, thank God and amen is what he said. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but how scary is that? You're just sitting there, mind your own business, doing your job. You're all excited to get back to work. And then what happens? Boom. Thing falls on you. You're almost, you could have died. That would have been it. That would have, boom. He would have been dead. Now we were talking about beauty care products, and and if you don't like what you got going on, you go out and buy a beauty care product, and you fix your hair, you fix your makeup. I mean, that's what it's for. You know, it's to make yourself feel better. But sometimes you wish you could just start over fresh altogether. Like you're, like me right now, I know, I know I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably 15 to, 
15 to 20 pounds heavier than they should be because it's just the way we are right now. I, I normally go out there and I, I go to the gym and I try to play basketball on a regular basis. But here in out here in the middle of nowhere, I ain't got no one to play basketball with. Normally I go to a gym or, or something where it's a pickup game and all that stuff, but I can't do it as much. Even our gyms now here in North Carolina, you have to put the face mask on. So if I could start my body all over, just keep my head... Some people will go, no, lose the head and keep the body. If I could just keep my head and just start my whole body over again and regrow it and just start over, that would be great, right? Well, that'd be awesome. And this character right here is actually doing it. A PhD student at Nara Women's University in Japan was spending an ordinary day in the lab when she noticed something unusually happening. I'm not even going to accept this lady's name or this person's name. I don't know if it's a man or woman. Scientist Yochi Yasua, her lab, well, in the lab, raises sea slugs from the eggs to study their traits and behaviors. One day, one of the sea slugs under study detached its head from its body, but the head continued to move. I thought the poor slug would die soon, the student says, but that's not what happened. Instead, a severed head continued to move, according to the press article published at Science Daily. After a few days, the wound at the back of its head healed. After a week, the heart had reformed. After three weeks, the slug had a whole brand new body. It was really happening. I was relieved that I found that it could regenerate its whole body, the scientist said. So let's see. Here's a here's a video. Let's see if it's Yeah, it the sea slug detached its head from its actual body. He's crawling around like doing sluggy stuff. And just left his body behind. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go do something else. I really put on Really put on some weight there. The slug first observed was a species of, um, all these big words, sea slug called um, Alicia marginiata. I don't know. The slug's feet was an example of, is an example of autonomy, the process in which an animal voluntarily jettisons a part of its body and regenerates it. This has been observed through arthropods, gastropods, asteroids, and asteroids, yeah, amphibians, and lizards, but usually involves a limb or a tail. We believe that this is the most extreme form of autonomy and regeneration in nature. The researchers still don't know why the slug does this. One possibility is that they are trying to remove internal pesticides. I'm sorry, internal parasites attacking their bodies, which would make sense. I can't get them out of me. <laughs> Forget them. The whole thing's gone off. The how of the operation is also a mystery. Researchers suspect to have a stem cell at the end of their necks to make it possible for them to regenerate their whole entire bodies, according to the cell press. All right. So there you go. If um, if you want to study this, go to uh, CNN. All right. So, yeah, on EcoWatch.com, a sea slug can actually remove its head from its body live for a day or two while it reproduces a, a, a heart. you got to have a heart and then some kind of organs. I guess it doesn't eat. Maybe it stores up enough food for a while and then it reproduces a whole nother body. Uh, but that's very interesting. Maybe that could lead to us regenerating. We talked about in the beginning of the show, someone who's lost a leg, lost an arm. Maybe this could help us regenerate those limbs that we're, we're missing. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but that's how science works. <laughs> it makes you think about stuff. All right, we come back. Being that everyone's out on the road and driving around and we're a little bit more free as far as getting out and stuff, uh, Uber drivers, they still get a bad rap. They're still getting a bad rap. And this story right here, I want your opinion on what happened. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what happened and, and see if this was fair game for, for the actual confrontation that happened. We have video and audio from both ends. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Nigerian-born musician, now living in New York, Michael Kahn, with his latest song, Hold Me. I'm not saying you're doing a bad job, but could you put a little more effort into it? And go. I love popcorn. Yeah? I was born a game show host. Came right out of the snatch asking questions. What are you going to do? Five seconds. Hold on. Second, one second. Take those levels and bring them down. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. 
Hey, it's the Deacon, and I'd like to introduce to you a brand new card game that I think you would enjoy. It's called The Perfect Date Game Card Game. It's a first-of-its-kind card game. If you want to learn more about your partner, the red flags, interesting stories from their life, and what generally makes them happy, then The Perfect Date Game Card Game should be a part of your next social gathering. The Perfect Date Game is based on and inspired by scientific research on human behavior and relationships that actually work. Hashtag I am the perfect date game and order yours now at theperfectdategame.com. Deacon Live now presents you Summy with her latest song, Same Guy. Living in Mesa, Arizona, moving to LA. Her new album coming out is called No Better. I keep the text, he said he loved me, couldn't leave me I say I'm better alone, but I keep checking my phone Make up excuses why he never tries to reach me Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want some free swag from the station? Of course you do. And the way you get that is to go to your email box. Email me at deacon at profitradio.com. That's P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio. And put in the subject line, free swag. And we'll get you some free swag here from the from the radio station and also the podcast as well. Now, while you're over at Profit Radio, make sure you like us, subscribe to us, and do all the stuff that links us to you and you to us through our social contact section. And you can see all the icons in that as well. Now, all you out there listening to us, driving around, hopefully... I like these cars, and there's a warning out there for all these people driving these cars right now. I really like these cars. They, they started out as a little, like a little matchbox car, and they've actually stepped up their game, and, and some of the cars that they have now are quite, quite luxurious. Kia says that one of the company's 380,000 recalled vehicles should be parked right now and gotten out of. And when you park the car, make sure you park it outside away from your house. That's because a potential engine compartment fire is at risk of catching on fire. <laughs> Some Sportage SUVs between, made between 2017 and 2021, as well as cadenzas from 2017 to 2019, have a short circuit in the hydraulic electric brake control unit. Excessive current can increase the risk of fire. So there you go. Vehicles do not have the company's smart cruise control system. Uh, owners might be alert to use alert to the issue by the dashboard warning light also might smell some odor burning or melting inside your engine owners will get notification in april this coming april heels will replace the fuses and electrical junction box to prevent the fire so if you if you have one they're saying don't do anything yet but if you have to park it somewhere park it outside away from anything of valuable i wouldn't drive it around i wouldn't i wouldn't what if it what if it you stopped and it, it catches on fire while you're driving around how about that all right well there you go. now drive Driving around, if you got to park your your Kia off to the side somewhere, you might have to you might have to take an Uber. In this article right here, note to drivers who attack the Uber driver: We're banning you too. This is from Lyft. So these riders attacked Uber driver because they were not wearing a mask, and the, and the guy's like, "Hey man, you got to wear a mask on my car, you know, state law or state ma- mandate." And and the girls, there's three girls in in the car in the back of the car, and the guy up front, he's got his mask on. The other two girls are kind of like head down. And if you haven't heard what happened, here's the audio from it. And if you want to see this, you can go to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, you can see the video in real time as it's happening. So here you go. This is the actual video of what happened in that Uber guy's car. So here's the video. No, fuck the mess. <laughs> fuck the mess. I got corona. Yeah, what's up? So she grabs, she grabs his phone. She grabs this, and he, I guess he's got a little separate camera and stuff. They're saying in the back seat, "I got Corona. <clears throat> I'm coughing on you. I'm coughing on you." So she's like, "What you gonna do? What you gonna do?" Now here's the thing: I thought people were getting arrested for going in the grocery stores when this all first started happening, saying, "I got Corona," and started coughing on like fruits and vegetables. They were getting arrested or detained or kicked out or one of the things. These three girls are. Uh, saying that I got Corona. I guess he tried to get them out 
at the gas station prior when he was filling up, saying, put your mask on, put your mask on. They said, all right, we'll put our mask on. Then they drove down the road a little bit more, took the mask off. And he, as soon as they took the mask off, he pulled over on the side of the road and said, hey, put your mask back on. You don't touch my property. You don't, buy it. you don't touch my property. And they're like, all right. And they're all sitting in the back seat. I worked hard for it. And he did. He, he, that's what he's doing. He's an Uber driver and he's trying to work hard for his money. And it's the middle of the day, so I don't know. And look, his mask is now broken. So I, this is the middle of the day. The sun's still up. I don't know if they're loaded or coming back from something. But here's the thing. So Uber banned these these girls right here. And Lyft already stepped up and said, hey, look, although this incident did not involve the Lyft platform, uh, this is unacceptable treatment for the driver in this video. Compelled to us and permanently remove this rider from our Lyft community as well. The driver, the dr- driving in a pandemic is not easy. Please wear a mask, respect one another, and be a good person. So... The woman in the Bay Area attacked the Uber driver in a dispute over a mask policy quickly escalated when she coughed on the Uber driver and ripped off uh, his mask. Cops say that the woman and her two friends attacked the Uber driver with what they believe was pepper spray. Of course, Uber has banned the rider, rider, pick one. Shortly after the ban, she posted this video, get ready for this one, and she apologized for pretending to have COVID-19 during the incident. No, 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 no. You don't get to apologize for that. You don't get to apologize for that. And here's her, uh, here's her apology of what she she said, and tell me, I would I would ban her from just everything altogether. Here you go. My boyfriend taught me. He taught me. Okay, so there you go. First words out of her mouth was, my boyfriend taught me. Okay, uh, is that your only parental advisory is your boyfriend? So here you go. Don't let nobody play with you. Smack the fuck out them. That's what I was taught. So he taught me, don't let nobody play with you. Smack the fuck out them. That's what I was taught. So if y'all boyfriends told y'all to let this Uber, let y'all get out the car and get robbed or whatever the fuck would have happened, and I saw y'all. <laughs> now she's laughing about She's laughing about it. She sounds... I don't want to say she sounds ignorant. She probably has a PhD in something. She probably has a high-holding uh, ranking job somewhere, wherever she works at. But when when you say stuff like that... Hey, he lucky as hell I ain't have nothing on me on mamas, because if he would have played with me, bruh, it would have been a whole different story. For real, you're not about to kick me out on the freeway. I, everybody I know, 75% of people I know would have smacked the shit out of him or done some crazy ass So 75% of the four people that you know, so that's three people. Off the wall shit. All I did was... Smack, take his mask off and cough a little bit. But I ain't even have corona, so at the end of the day... Okay, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That was disrespectful as fuck. I'm dead-ass wrong for that. But it could have been avoided, period, point blank. It could have been avoided. You could have just waited and made sure we were safe. If you would have made sure, yo, pass... This fucking stupid-ass Uber, bruh. Oh, mamas. That's why I take Lyft. Yeah, and then <laughs> come to find out Lyft banner too. Well, you know, either way, you know, you want to play stupid and be stupid, you're going to get stupid. And that's what happened with her. Oh, I... I feel bad for the guy. He was just trying, trying to do his thing. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Jackass. All right, when we come back, we'll dive into uh, a couple other things that might make you might make you a little bit happier. I, prom- I promise it'll be happier. There's one thing that uh, showed up that made me very happy, and I'll get into that, too, as well. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. to Love Unique with her latest song, Every Day. From Brooklyn, she's dropping her brand new album, Evolution, on 421. Find her on YouTube and subscribe. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a smart man. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Not about a used car. Used car. Used car like from, uh, like, uh, Jethro's used car lot? What are you buying from? Uh, we're going to go CarMax legit because my credit is the shit. I'm going to put it that way. So you bought a car from oh, yeah. CarMax? Any, any car you want a lot, Mr. Howell, it's yours. Because I ran my credit first. Right. Anything you want a lot. Anything. Anything. Right. Take your pick. And, what, right. and, what, and hold on. What did Mr. Howell pick out? <laughs> well, let me walk to the back of the car and refresh <laughs> my memory. Call 407 448 
Tegan Live now presents you OK to Dream with their latest song, Give It Time. Check out their video on YouTube. Search for OK to Dream or follow them on ProfitRadio.com. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contacts, and you can find all the links that links us to you and you to us as well. Get some free swag while you're there. Fill out the email address. Pick out a, whatever swag you want there. It's all free. We'll send it right to your address at home, <laughs> wherever you are. Overseas, guys, you know what? It might take a, a day or two to get over there, so I apologize for all the overseas guys. But here in here in North Carolina... Because we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville, population 2,500, maybe 2,600 by the time this, this podcast ends or airs. Uh, but it's a very, very small community in a very, very large rural town. Now, the weather's been great, and here's something right now. New York sees an influx of people flocking to the city parks as the temperatures hit 46 de- I'm sorry 46 I have dyslexia 64 degrees spring has appeared and sprung early here in the big apple a few days for at least some loving new yorkers took advantage of the unseasonable 60 plus degrees this past week warmest day of 2021 so far so they went out there and enjoyed the city parks oh my god i've been waiting for this day as long as i can think I want to get outside breathe some air tired of the, the ice cold weather olivia davis 22 of Harlem said as she sits in Central Park. Um, I, you know, the cold weather, I mean, they get cold up there. They really, really do get cold up there, which, uh, I, I, my mom, that's the reason why I live in Florida. My mom, as a young teenager, uh, lived in New York. Uh, where'd she live? Outside of Buffalo in Albany. Albany, New York, lived up there. My grandfather was deathly sick. Couldn't couldn't do the couldn't do the cold weathers anymore. And uh, they actually, my mom at 14 years old, at, back then could drive. You're allowed to drive at 14 years old. Drove all the way down from New York, all the way down to Orlando, and that's where they lived. That's where that's where I <laughs> popped out at. Now this gentleman right here, speaking of cold weather, a man fell through the ice in Summersworth, which is in New Hampshire, I believe, and was rescued thanks to his Apple Watch. Stories of the Apple Watch has been changing people's lives are becoming more and more frequent now. Those that use cocaine know when to take a next hit of cocaine based on the heart monitor on their smartwatch. Believe me, look the story up. It's out there. But this gentleman right here, the smartwatch saved his life in Summersworth, New Hampshire. Will Ro- William Rogers, preferred name. Bill fell through the ice on Sunday, this past Sunday, and things might have been even worse if he didn't have his Apple Watch on. Rogers has been teaching ice skating his whole entire life, but that didn't stop him from falling through the ice at Salmon Falls River over in Summersworth when the ice broke. The ice skater teacher was in the water for several minutes without being able to get out of the hole and also was trying not to panic at the same time. He described his feeling as sinking and freezing in the water was horrible. Even though Rogers could not reach his phone, he remembered he was wearing his Apple Watch. He quickly asked his Apple Watch to call 911, which definitely helped save his life that day. Roger says, I probably have about 10 more minutes before I go unconscious. Roger said, because he knew, you know, ice skating and stuff. Took the firefighters about five minutes to get there. The Apple Watch has a feature called Emergency SOS, which automatically calls local emergency services. When a user asks Siri, oh God, turn your phones down. When a user asks Siri for 911 emergency. It also watch and detects a sudden fall. All right, there you go. So some of the features are enabled on the iPhone, which you have to do go to the how-to guide. But yeah, uh, his Apple Watch called 911. <laughs> Saved his life. Saved his life. Fell right through the water. And ice cold water, you only got a, a little bit, a little bit of time before you're a popsicle. So something that was that was on Taco Bell's menu for a limited time, and people loved it. They loved it. They flocked to it. They said, we want more, we want more, we want more. Five years ago, has taken this item off their menu. They said, no, we, unfortunately, we can't do it anymore. Um, it's, it's not up to... It's not up to us, not up to me, the stores. But right now, cheese connoisseurs, it's time to celebrate. 
Taco Bell is bringing back its quesalupa after five-year hiatus. The quesalupa quickly became a fan favorite when it debuted in 2016, combining the cheesy traits of a quesadilla with a crispy chulupa shell to create a double-layered filled seasoned beef, lettuce, cheddar cheese, diced tomatoes, and a dollop of sour cream. Vegetarians can always substitute the beef with black beans. $2.99, the, the item will relaunch nationwide this Thursday and will be available for a limited time, of course, as a combination meal which includes a chulupa, I'm sorry, I can't even say it now. Two two crunchy tacos and a large drink cost six ninety nine. So there you go. The quesalupa. That's it. Quesalupa. Taco Bell describes this new itinerary as uh, epically cheesy experience with fifty percent more cheese. Oh my god, they're gonna throw more cheese on it and melty pepper jack and mozzarella on there as well compared to its predecessor. They're gonna add a little bit more cheese on there. Uh, some locations in Knoxville and Tennessee are already serving it now. Uh, so there you go. They're bringing back the um, the quesalupa. We made uh, quesadillas here at the house uh, the other night. We did them in the Instant Pot, did the chicken up in the Instant Pot, made a, we had some tortillas, threw them in a cast iron skillet, cheese, tortilla, chicken, cheese, tomatoes, onions, peppers, and another quesadilla, or another tortilla, and then flipped it over, and then we didn't have a maker. You know, the quesadilla maker where you press it down, it's like a George Foreman. They got them out there. They're kind of cool. So those of you big fans of that. Now, for those of you who are fans of tequila, and aren't we all... When everything starts opening back up, now you're, now's your chance to travel through Mexico on an all-you-can-drink tequila train. Bottoms up. The Jose Cuervo Express is back on track with 2021 tickets now on sale. Daydreaming about your first post-lockdown vacation? Well, guess what? If it's sunny, if a sunny tequila-soaked romp is what you're after, set your sights on the Jose Cuervo Express, an all-you-can-drink tequila train that winds through me- the Mexican countryside. It's about an 11-hour journey between Guadalajara, tequila, and Jalisco. I don't know how to pronounce that. Never learned to read. After temporary pausing last year, the train roared back to life on December 2020 for four boozy experiences to choose from. The newest of the bunch is the Elite Wagon. It is equipped with soft, comfy couches for you to pass out on, massive windows for sightseeing, and a dedicated open bar where socially distanced guests are treated to a menu of tequila cocktails. Along the way, passengers can also participate in educational, expertly led tasting of Jose Cuervo premium products and but don't worry, they'll have like food and snacks and stuff. Now, all in, you can upgrade all this for $166 per person. This is an 11-hour trip. All the trains depart on Saturdays every two weeks. Looking for something a little bit more affordable? They have the express wagon. It's basically $116, all the same experience, but you don't have like the, the snooty guy up front saying, you know, giving you the taste test and explaining all that stuff. Uh, due to the government restrictions, Jose Cuervo Express is operating at a reduced capacity to keep passengers and, and staff safe on their journey between Guadalajara and also Tequila is, I guess, a town's name. I never knew that. Well, it's kind of interesting. I guess that's where it came from. Uh, with the bookings currently available through the end of the year, there are still plenty of seats available and what must be the world's booziest train all aboard. So there you go. There, uh, if you want to take a little time and you're down there close to the, the, the border, if you can get over the wall, <laughs> jump on the Jose Cuervo train. All right, we'll come back. Something, this is, I did this just personally for me. Uh, this is my very own uh, little moment of zen, and I'll get into that here when we come back, and I'll wrap up the show and let you guys get back to what you got to do. My name is The Deacon. Stick around. I'll be right back. How many times have you had the same dream for the millionth time and said, I wonder what that means? Dream interpretation can be a delicate process. A new podcast only on iHeartRadio called Triangle 411, hosted by Marion Spruker, sits down with certified dream analysis Lori Lowenberg to find out the scientific and psychological interpretation of most frequent dreams and nightmares mean. Have you ever dreamed where you forgot your locker combination? Are you flying and can't speak? Lori explains all of them, plus many more. She is a syndicated columnist and highly sought after in radio and as a TV guest. Listen now to Triangle 411 Podcast with Mary Inspruger here on iHeartRadio. Profit Radio. Profit. 
You were the first kid on the block to have goddamn internet access. Um, I remember your uh, your Commodore. Um, it was like a 128 or something. Yeah, was trying to fit in in um, to a world that does not accommodate them. That's good. <laughs> what? Hold on, no. Yeah. Texas yeah. Live. The interweb. Call 407. Very good. 448-8800. You were. It was an anomaly. Hey, it's Sadiq, and we're going to talk about DNTBox.com. That's DNTBox.com. Established in 2016, they have boxes for the geek and nerd, video game stuff, camping, meditation, yoga and fitness, home goods, and spiritual, and their brand new edition of beauty boxes. All you have to do is sign up, tell them what you like, and you get these boxes delivered straight to your house. For those people who need a special box for someone that you don't know who to buy for, you're constantly giving away gifts in your office. Keep them for yourself or give them way to your friends. Go to dntbox.com. That's D-E-O-N-T-E box.com. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social contacts. And the way you do that is to go to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contacts. And while you're there, at the very bottom right-hand side of the page, you'll see a little button that says uh, Be Heard. Click on the Be Heard section. You can leave us a voicemail, leave a message, talk about any podcast. You have questions for me, answers for me, uh, anything that makes you upset or kind of struck a chord with you, by all means, send it to me. It comes right here to my uh, inbox, and we'll play it on the very next podcast. <clears throat> I promise. I don't edit them. I don't do anything. I just I just play them. Now, for all you out there that are, that are inspiring directors, movie directors, commercial directors, whatever the case may be, drones themselves have done so much for the movie industry as far as uh, getting these great, great, grandioso shots that would have cost hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars to get the helicopter to go around and try not to get the helicopter shadow and the actual big long shot and stuff. So drones themselves have worked their way into the movie industry, and the, the what they do is phenomenal. Now, this guy right here... You want to talk about phenomenal. I have a drone. I can't get the thing to stay up in the air. It, it wants to go up with the camera, and then it goes, and it kind of tapers off and lands over in another field, another property over. I want to get a nice shot above the above the farm here. Now, this guy right here films a whole entire bowling alley with a drone. Now, I know that sounds like, oh, my God, that's kind of dumb. Filmmaker and expert drone pilot Jay Christensen of my uh, of Minnesota based Rally Studios takes his drone all the way from the outside of a bowling alley. Now this is a bowling alley, it's got probably 12 lanes and it's a movie theater. Split all together. So he takes the drone, where is this at? This is the Lake, I'm sorry, Brant Lake Bowl and Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This was all shot in first-person view. So if you're watching the video here, I'll, I'll play it, and you can listen to him. He takes his drone, comes all the way from outside, like in the city, through the front doors, past the bar, into the bowling alley, around the bowling alley. In, in record time, there's no editing. It's one shot. Then he flies the thing up and goes behind the where the pins get racked, comes out where, like, if you were to walk out behind the, you know, <laughs> hey, I need a, what do they call it, a 10, 1042? I need a 1042 reset pins on, on lane three. And you see the, the guy come out from the sidewall. He's got a little door there. The drone comes out that little sidewall door and flies into the theater and goes all the way around. Check this out. He comes flying in and doesn't hit a thing through the front door. Oh, hold on. Through the front door. Doing a couple circles. Behind where the pins get reset. Back out the side door. Some guy's shining his balls. Takes one more lap around the lanes. Someone keeping score right over their head. But it's impressive. He, it's one shot. It's a, a minute and 30 second video. And he flies up by the bar and behind the bar. But it's amazing what these cameras on these drones can do. And I'll, po I'll post that video up on the... Let me write that down so I can post video. 
So you guys can see that as well. We also have a section called Shared On, and some of the stories, some of the topics we have, you don't want to sit there and look through the whole video. The important, like, kind of cool stuff, I'll put on a little Shared On section over there on uh, Deacon Live or on Profit Radio. All right, this is I'm doing this strictly for me. This is only for me, only for me. I was not a fan of this game. Not that I wasn't a fan, but I didn't know about the game. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, I guess, was a, a, a popular game in a Nintendo or, or video game universe. I never played it. I, I, I got it. It's kind of like that, what is it, Street Fighter? It's the, you know, you're moving to the left or moving to the right type thing. Well, they're releasing a updated version for all you retroactive people that like old retroactive games are releasing it for Nintendo Switch and I think the whatever whatever what else has Nintendo got anyways it's coming out here soon dates have not been revealed yet but here's that's not the that's not the cool part the cool part is is the guy who's singing the actual new theme song so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this and let you guys listen to it So that was the chorus. Here's the actual guy. Good friends of mine, too. So I, I was shocked when I heard that he's singing this song. So I'm a, <laughs> there's probably a small group of people who know who this is, but I just thought it was kind of cool. He's a good friend of mine. I've known her, I've known him since I was like 18 years old. Uh, we don't talk as much anymore. Uh, he's kind of out of my scene, and I'm no, I don't rotate in his scene. It's it's this guy right here, and uh, you might know him from this song. Yep, 1990s, Mike Patton from the group Faith No More is singing the new theme song to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer. And that was him. He, he posted that the other day. I was like, oh, good for you, Mike. How you doing? He's like, and of course, I didn't get a hold of him. Oh, see you later. Say hi to Wayne Brady for me. All right, on that note, I'll let you guys get back to what you got to do. Uh, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for downloading us, listening to us, sharing us, and doing all the stuff that links us together, connects us together, and uh, connects you to us as well. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social networks. My name is The Deacon saying goodnight. And goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.